kind of makes sense. Like the history they have, the resources they already have, the, the potential to blow Western United and MacArthur's combined fan base out of the water on their you know, first season, um, it could be a really interesting move for Australian football. Today we're talking about one of the biggest clubs in Australian football history. I guess you could say one of the biggest clubs in in Oceania. Uh, They have won four Australian national titles and yet for the last 17 years they've not been in the top flight of Australian football. Uh, Yes, of course, you know already. Uh, We're talking about South... Heidelberg United. (laughs) <laughs> Ooh, he's oh, just sorry, sorry. I always get Heidelberg and South Melbourne confused. Aren't they the same thing? Anyway. Both Greek. Um, Hopefully we don't lose any about, subscribers. Talking about South Melbourne Football Club today. And it's in this ongoing series. Uh, we keep jumping back to it. Given the, I guess, the, the merit behind some expansion bid team. So uh, this one's a bit interesting. We're talking about South Melbourne. Who have put in bids in the past to be part of the uh, Australian, you know, top division, the the A-League, probably won't in the next round. But but we're going to discuss maybe should they, uh, if they were offered the chance to be in the A-League in the next expansion bid, would they take it? And, uh, you know, should they be there? Should, Should they be in that top tier of Australian football? I think most of their fans would say they're, would and so let's get into it g'day it's sog and brad and we're here for another episode of your couch critics of course we want you to be involved so do get down in the comments after watching this video and let us know your thoughts do you think south melbourne should be in the a-league please do leave a like where we're, we're going to aim for a let's aim for 30 likes on this video if you're new click that subscribe button plenty of this content coming out every week for you to watch all right, Bradley, South Melbourne, next expansion rolls around. Do they go for it? Do they go for it? Yeah. Oh, they'd probably go for it, yeah. Even though uh, we know this national second division is flown around and they're one of the teams really driving that conversation about having a better standard of football underneath the A-League. If, if the APL came to them and said, look, we know you're thinking about second division, but He's an A-League spot. Do you think that's something they would be into? And should they should they go for it? I think if South Melbourne, you go for it. I think, yeah, I mean, if they're not going to expand in the next four or five years and the only way to get into the A-League, any kind of expansion, we'll have to go for the National Second Division. I think, sure, they'll go through that. But if they can bypass the National Second Division and get into the A-League, why wouldn't you? I mean, they've been trying... I think they originally tried to join the A-League when it started. They missed out on the last yeah. round to Western United. Um, yeah. they, they definitely want to be a part of our national setup one way or another. Now, uh, in, in this series, I guess uh, we, we talked through some of the merits behind said expansion team joining the A-League. So we've done it in the past for Tasmania and, and New Zealand and, and Wollongong and Gold Coast. I think they're the four teams we've kind of touched on and Canberra, of course. Um, South Melbourne are kind of in an interesting spot because they're, they're a club that's been around for a while. So they were, mm. they were founded uh, 67 years ago, 63 years ago, sorry, uh, in 1959. So they're a club with 
quite a bit of history. Obviously, mm. huge ties to the really big Greek community in Melbourne. Uh, they play out of Lakeside Stadium, which holds mm. about 12,000 people, 7,000 seats, uh, has a big athletics track around it. But it's got two kind of stands, yep. one on each side of the pitch, and nothing on the ends. Um, so th- th- I guess they've got a fan base mm. and they've got a stadium. Do you, do you see any problems with those kind of – they're two big key things, I guess, for expansion size. What do you make of those resources they've, they've got at their disposal? I think uh, it's pretty good uh, compared to some other clubs in the A-League. I mean, to have a stadium, well, not a not a fantastic stadium, but to have a stadium that they're the main tenants at, to have a long, dedicated supporter base for, would you say, 60-odd years, yeah. um, you know, that's a lot better than any of the A-League clubs when they formed. They didn't have the fan bases, had to build them themselves. Um, they would have had to secure stadiums to play in. This club, you know, would have the stadium ready to go. I mean, we look at some teams that have joined the A-League, well, really only Western United, who hasn't really had that permanent stadium set. Um, They have it. Um, The ethnic ties, the Greek community, I don't think that's anything that would hold them back. I think we're well past the the anglonizing of the the game. You know, we've reneged on the rule to not have, like, Italian flags on jerseys, to have ethnic ties and names. We're allowing that to happen again. So I don't think it'll matter. Um, whether they're called Hellas or South Melbourne. So, yeah, I, I think they'd be pretty well set up if uh, expansion was to come knocking. Um, obviously, before they missed out to Western United and MacArthur, and we all know those were the Foxtel clubs. Those were the clubs our former broadcaster was saying, we want a, team, a new team in Sydney and a new team in Melbourne. Um, why they yeah. chose Western United over a potentially... Oh, we're not going to talk about why... Why they chose West United, but yeah, they missed out most recently. So, um, yeah, yeah, I think as well. Uh, I, I don't think they're just got Greek fans. I think that's uh, maybe yeah. a bit of a stereotype that that's just been labelled. They they are South Melbourne Hellas. Uh, I think it would be good for them to not yeah not get rid of the Hellas and uh, not get rid of the Greek connections. I think that's. Fantastic and really good and glad that the A-League is back to allowing those kind of things. Uh, but because they're more than just a great club nowadays, I think it would actually be good for the area that they're in, for Melbourne to, to have, just be called South Melbourne Football Club to, to allow that inclusivity because that's what we're really for. And, I mean, if you talk to a lot of those NPL clubs uh, who were back in the old NSL, I think they would say they, they never wanted to be exclusive, but there was a commonality. It's where people felt safe when they migrate to Australia. But it wasn't a, you can't join us if you're not one of us. But there was a, well, this is us though, and this is our culture, and this is what we want to stand for. So getting that balance right would be good. Now, one thing we have talked about, uh, I guess it came up in the discussion with Wollongong Wolves, uh, less so with some of the other clubs that maybe are, were advocating a, a, a proper expansion side out of nothing, you know, a, a franchise. South Melbourne have history. Their recent competitive history, do you, do you think it's good enough? I've got the stats here. So mm. uh, let's go back the last couple of years. Obviously, last year um, they were in eighth place when the, when the 
competition was uh, yep. stopped. Yep. So, so that's hard to, to really um, judge them on. But the season before 2018, sorry, they finished eighth in 2019, 2020, that there was no positions awarded. Uh, tenth in 2018, they came second uh, and made the semifinal in 2017. Uh, third in 2016, first and first in 14 and 15. So, so maybe five, six years ago, they, they actually were up the top. Um, it's, it's really been the last three years that they've maybe dropped off. Uh, not sure what's really going on there, but yeah. Do you think this should come into the debate when we talk about existing teams trying to make it into the A-League as expansion sides? Should their, their recent competition, competitive history be part of that discussion? Well, how far back are we going competitively? Are we going back 40 years, you know, when they won for NSL titles? I, I don't... Well, I don't think that really matters for the now. Uh, it's mm. good history, and, and that's something they, they have over a new franchise. Sure, they have history, so there's a connection. But in terms of competition, like, that means diddly squat. Because as we see, they finished eighth two seasons ago, 10th the year before. Like, it's about what they're doing now because we want teams to come in and be competitive. Franchises, I guess, get the opportunity to build a whole new squad. They would have the temptation to keep some of the players that are currently representing them. Yeah, I, I don't think competitives would go too much into it. I mean, you're making that full-time, you're making the jump from professional part-time whatever they are, part-time to complete full-time, a lot of those players are not going to cut it at that A-League level. There's going to be a whole lot of new players that will come into that squad, regardless of whether they want to keep those previous players. I mean, they're just, if they want to be competitive, a lot of them won't be around. Um, So I I don't think, and with expansion, we've never had an existing club come into the league before. I mean, outside the start of the comp with the likes of Perth Glory and Adelaide and Newcastle, um, so it's hard to gauge, but I, I don't think that should be a consideration. Um, yeah. yeah. And, and I think, too, with, with the A-League, there is no relegation. So even if they mm. kept their entire NPL squad, um, they can't be punished really for it. So mm. I, I guess it doesn't really matter. And I think some other things, you know, would they have the financial backing? Can they sustain themselves? Mm. Um Obviously, it's much more attractive to uh, get sponsors when you're in the national competition, isn't it? When, you, when you're mm-hmm. just playing, at, uh, even, you know, the top level of Victorian football, sure, sure there's a lot of money going in, but uh, the A-League is a whole new ball game. Mm-hmm. Are you confident they're a club that could secure that kind of financial backing? I think so, yeah. I think, so, yeah. I think with yeah. the history and everything. They have, I think, uh, quite a big fan base. I mean, when you consider the rest of the MPL Victorian clubs or Western United or Melbourne City, they have quite a, a big fan base. Um, and, you know, with, I mean, for their size, they've got a, quite a big fan base. And with that brings in sponsors. They think, oh, well, here's a, a club that's playing at the second tier of Victorian football that's so well supported. Imagine how that'll change when they go to the top level, how much more exposure for sponsors um, I don't think there'll be too much prop, uh, issues. I don't think they're going to be like a big, rich club. They're not going to be the likes of like Chelsea or Man City or, or Melbourne City. Um, I guess that's our best equivalent here. Um, but I think they're going to be probably well-backed. Someone like a Adelaide or Perth Glory, you know, well-backed. 
Um, not rich, not poor. Um, I think they'd be solid. But yeah. I, I think it's important that um, I don't know what their setup is, whether they're owned. They're probably community owned. I mean, if they're going to go to the next level, I think it's important that they find um, an owner. Yeah, absolutely. I, I uh, at a football level, community clubs aren't that common. Obviously, we see that with some clubs that have gone bust and reformed, or clubs like Portsmouth who almost went bust, um, be, becoming community owned. But I, I think that's the the direction they'd want to move if they joined the A League or even a national second division. I think securing finances and having a a quite a rich owner, I think, will help. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the last maybe big kind of positive. Uh, I don't know how much this still stands, but uh, they did big up the fact that Roberto Carlos oh. promised to be their manager if they got the last expansion uh, spot. Do you think that deal still stands if they... Uh... No, I don't think so. <laughs> no Roberto Carlos coming down? I mean, if we got Roberto Carlos, if he was willing to get around again, great. But uh, no, I don't think that deal still stands. Yeah, okay. but, but that's but you look at who they've had in the past. I mean, the fact that they got Roberto Carlos, I was willing to come in. That Fenerbahce Puskas in the '80s coached them to a national title, arguably one of the greatest footballers of all time. They had the appeal 40 years ago. They're going to have the appeal again. Um, yeah, yeah. getting a high-profile coach from somewhere in Europe, I don't think will be an issue for them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They they got the draw card, and particularly say some big high-up kind of Greek. Uh, managers yeah it's definitely possible now do you think there's any negatives to south melbourne potentially getting an a-league spot before this second division kicks off just their fan base okay (laughs) no no i'm joking no well i just think of one or two individuals on twitter um negatives I mean, you could still look at their stadium as a negative. I mean, it's not a proper football stadium. It hasn't left the athletics field around it. Um, and yep. I think if they're going to go to the national stage and play in the A-League for an indefinite amount of time, that stadium needs to be upgraded to be a proper football stadium, get rid of the athletics field, bring the grandstands closer. Um, I don't I think, think that's a negative stopping them. Out of Amy Park. Pardon? I don't think a fourth team could play out of Amy Park. I think there'd be riots if uh, South Melbourne even entertained the idea of it. Um, no, I, I think their stadium's fine. Negatives. I've, I've got to think of a negative, surely. Well, I think, I, I, the, I think I, we've I, got I think three Melbourne teams. I think that's probably in a closed shop. I think that's probably a good argument to say no more Melbourne teams because we've got three already. Um, yeah. When, when Melbourne- there's... A, a huge amount of the population of Australia. I, I, I'm not particularly sold on this. Uh, it should represent all of Australia because if all of Australia lives in two cities, then that's representative. You know, I, I think there's enough people in Melbourne to sustain four football clubs. Hmm. Like, I just think if we're talking about expansion, expanding the game, and yeah. not if if we're not thinking of promotion and relegation, I think we need to expand outside where we've already been to places like Canberra, Gold Coast, Tasmania and places like that. And a national second division, I don't care if half the comes Sydney and Melbourne, that's how it's going to be if that's how promotion and relegation and all that works out. Um, yep. that, that's probably the only downside, I think, in an expansion process. You probably don't want to expand a fourth Melbourne team ahead of other options like Canberra, maybe long, longer down the track. But I guess it depends how it's going to unfold in the next couple of years. I mean, the NS, and national second division is 
basically committed to starting till in 2023. So, I mean, if that happens, any aspirations for South Melbourne to join the A-League will probably be over because I'll join that. Yeah. And I'll be and looking to get promoted through that into the A-League and how it's not for another 10 years. Yeah. yeah. No. They're, they're kind of they're predicting that from their report the other week, uh, they're kind of saying it, it needs a maturity phase, a growth phase, and then a realisation phase. Uh, which is where they'd like to see promotion relegation with the A-League introduced. And, and that's kind of 10 years off, they think. If the second division starts, you know, doing promotion relegation down below with the MPLs, um, but not with the A-League until later. And that, so, yeah, if they, if they join the second division, that's, that's 10 years until they join. So I think you're right. Uh, if, the, if the position was offered to them, I think they, they'd bite the hand off. Uh, to, to take that opportunity. Um, it's quite an interesting one because, uh, like, like I said, it's, it's hard to really find a, a real negative other than, sure, it's a saturated market, but that's, yeah. I, and, and it's interesting because people have really strong opinions on this. We might get slammed um, if, you, if you're really against this. Let us know in the comments because I think it, and, and this is what South Melbourne say, it kind of makes sense like the history they have, the resources they already have, the, the potential to blow Western United and MacArthur's combined fan base out of the water on their, you know, first season. Um, it could be a really interesting move for Australian football. So will it happen? I think is a totally different question. I think they're kind of resigned to, to join the second division. But if it was, I know, I, I, it would be interesting to watch Australian football react to this to that situation so yeah uh, let's know down in the comments what do you think south melbourne uh are you totally against it do you think there's actually merit to them being in the a-league is that the direction the apl would be smart to go down yeah uh, i'd be interested to see the conversation uh, like we said at the start uh, we're aiming for 30 likes on this video so so please do like it uh, share it around if you if you're a part of a facebook football group or you've just got some mates with the group chat and um, reddit twitter share this video around I, I think this will be quite a tasty kind of interesting one for people uh, to, to get about so uh, do leave a like subscribe if you've enjoyed our conversation check out some of our other videos particularly talking about expansion and the national second division uh, we'll probably be talking about that a little bit more in the coming months i think as more gets announced so uh for now we've been your alien couch critics and uh we'll catch you next time